0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavoured Snapple near you. Hello, I'm Grongy McGuire, and this is Chantelle and pate Hello. take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the,
1: the way, way they were.
0: Hi Chantelle. Hi Grania. how are we? I'm good, I'm very, I'm happy Christmas is coming but I absolutely hate the cold so much and it's made me really miserable this week. I, cannot, I think we should just hibernate. I, I cannot handle being cold. That's my headline
1: news I was going to say Is there anything you're liking this week Or disliking <laughs> And you just went straight in She Crying is not into the cold I can't get I it It's so miserable. Do you come I... from a warm place? No I come from Ireland it's... That's what I thought I was, I, was yeah, I don't want to be American And be like was, Everywhere in Ireland's cold But like, isn't everywhere in Ireland cold? It really
0: is But it shows what optimists we are We're such an optimistic people That every year we forget How much we hate How cold it is it's like we forget. And we're so shocked in you when November comes. It's always the same. I, people go, oh my God, it's very cold. Oh my God. It's like we've all collectively forgotten winter exists.
1: Oh, that's not just Ireland. That's UK. <laughs> that's the same thing with oh, the, it getting dark early. And everyone, every year is blown. This is it. It's dark. It's, every single year, they're blown away by it. Every year, they're blown away that summer is rubbish. Every year, y'all are blown away that it gets dark. Every year, you're blown away that your football team sucks. Y'all just never learn anything. That's, it's It's mental. <laughs>
0: I have been enjoying the Christmassy lights. I've basically, because I'm just so horrified and insulted by the cold weather, I'm enjoying just being like, well, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the house. i am just, I'm refusing to leave the house. I'm making my boyfriend turn on the heating from like three o'clock and I've got my happy light on from like 11 (laughs) o'clock.
1: Should I be worried, Gronia? <laughs> I feel like stuff's gotten a bit tough for you of late. It's just prepared. Right?
0: Yeah, you don't have to. I, I'm boggled. My brain is boggled by people willingly leaving the house during these times. See, so I
1: conversely, I have a lot of uh, very, 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 very warm coats that I rarely get to wear. And I've just inherited quite a lot of vintage fur. I make vintage <gasps> fur before anyone gets upset with me vintage, which I'm the trying to get off my hands actually, because I have too much of it. The um, animals will be dead by now anyway. They're all, you know? they're all long. These are all from 100 years ago. But I have so many of these vintage fur <sighs> coats that it's very rare I get a chance to wear them. So I, conversely, I'm like you, have been loving the cold <laughs> weather. Because I'm just out there in like fox one day, rabbit the next <sighs> day, bear one day. None of them are actually bear. But I mean, oh, there's just so much. So I've been, I've, been, I've I'm. been, you know what I've been, Grania? Too hot, actually. <sighs> I've often been a bit too toasty i've been loving I'm seeing it. is it like uh, do you ever pair sunglasses with your fur coat? uh just a bit and a scarf come on oh. you're gonna do it go the whole hog i've been loving it so i've been having a great time chic elizabeth taylor fantasy it really is it really is and um, so what do you is that what you're loving this week that's what i've been loving mainly i've been the opposite of you i've been loving the cold weather loving the fur coats i feel like you should get some come to my flat We'll sort it out. We'll talk after the show. Come over, get some of my coats. What have you been hoping to break up with? People who don't like the cold weather <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been I've been I've been really in on the same as you have been enjoying I don't know when this will come out way after Christmas will be a thing of the past by the time this podcast comes out I bet but just know future children I was also very much enjoying the Christmas cheer I love I love the lights I love the presents I love the movies I'm into it all I love the music I'm down with all of them. I'm having a great time I'm enjoying December November's done so it's a boring month it's over Thanksgiving happened I wasn't really involved in it I'm in the wrong country roll on Christmas I love it
0: This is probably too big of a question, but American Christmas, UK Christmas, is there a big difference or do you get snobby? Mm.
1: Do you go, well, in America? I don't think there is that big of a difference. And the only big difference is the meal, that the um, the Christmas meal in England is such a huge, huge, huge deal for you. It's a big deal in America as well, but nowhere near what it is here. Because of course, we have Thanksgiving for the big meal. So it's not, lots of families don't even have a meal at Christmas. Whereas here, it's all about the food, which I really, I prefer, I'm putting it out there, I prefer the English Christmas. I'm saying it. It's more boozy, got more food. I love it. Except that y'all don't do cranberry. Correct. It should be come out of a tin and it should be like Jello. Deal with it. Sorry. <laughs> Other than that, and you, and you haven't got pumpkin pie. And Christmas pudding sucks. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I hate Christmas in England. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> hating this week. <laughs> the way they were. Well, you know who I am giving a lot of thanks for? Who's that? Here comes the segue of Dreams. Is it our our guest this
0: week? Our amazing guest this week. We are joined by the incredible
1: comedian Sam Lake. (gasps) Hi Sam. Hello.
2: Hello to you both. How are you? Very
1: well, thank you. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you for having had me. (laughs) It's dope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Before we get to your couple, we'd like to just find out with our guest, first of all, do you consider yourself a romantic person?
2: Uh, I am Married Ooh. Does that count
1: Ooh. She
2: has a ring on her
1: finger <laughs> Oh shit he's taking and guys other
2: things No it's just a ring <laughs> I don't know what that meant
1: Um I- think i am i thought or you re- were alluding to yeah anyway i thought you were alluding to cockering anyways go on <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was obvious <laughs> is this an adult so i didn't is this an adult p- um, well, i said, say... said cockering within 30 seconds so i think we've i think that ship is sailing <laughs> so, it, though, Sam. so it's every, everything's get
2: i can say fucking bugger and whatever well
1: yeah. done yeah but I, no I would say just
0: let your freak flag fly and then we'll yeah. figure it out in the edit
1: Okay. Yeah, exactly that's what I would say as well
2: So anyway am I romantic yes I love fisting um, I <laughs> I I would describe myself as romantic because I think the way that I met my husband is quite romantic and our first date that I planned for us is quite romantic
1: Bill oh my
2: god um so you know how every man has their favorite european paddle steamer that's still in operation it's uh, of, course. of course every single Standard. man so common it's like their favorite football team he really loves it's called the Waverley, and it's like a paddle boat you can get it from the thames to south end on sea and other exotic hot spots um and uh it was going out of it was going out of service for a bit, so it was the last chance to have a ride on it. So I took him for a ride on the Waverly and on your first um, date. <laughs> on our first date. Oh my te- god! Te- like our first, like our first, like proper date. We did other stuff bef- before. I'm... D- <laughs>
1: i think i get it sam your first daytime daytime Date. the
2: first first time i learned his first name yeah
1: yeah i understand yeah (laughs) first time you saw him in daylight yeah yeah of course (laughs) the first time you were sober seeing his face yes yeah (laughs) it's always relief you're like oh phew Oh, that's
2: what it looks like. That's okay, great. Like, we can yeah. work with this. Yeah.
1: I wish to see the back of your head more. So, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have got the positions correct. Well done. Very perceptive of you.
1: <laughs> I know a top when I see them. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, back to uh. romance. <laughs> <laughs> we've done
0: is I've put together a few clues for Chantelle. we are coupled oh, see if she geez. can okay. guess again this was another mammoth couple oh my god okay so Chantelle.
1: oh I'm especially nervous this week okay go on
0: <laughs> the year that our dream couple found each other was 2004 okay can okay. you picture it NASA's rover lands on Mars George <laughs> Bush wins his second term in the White House <laughs> And a little website called Facebook is launched. But that wasn't the only historic event, because this was the same year a mysterious girl found love. And it was amazing until one of them said, this isn't
1: working. Get me out of here. Peter, Andre and Katie Price. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Those were the best clues yet. Those yeah. are the best cues like Ganya. You you're getting there. Ganya's finally working out to actually give me clues about the couple rather than just world events. So, that was great. Very, very well done. Yeah, the minute you said mysterious girl, I was there. I got it. Wow, Ooh. what a couple. We're in for a roller coaster, guys. Strap in. Oh, Jesus. That's or in so Sam's like... case, strap on. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're working with. So, so Sam, before yes. we do it, What we like to do is we
0: like to do a deep dive on the couple's history until that point.
2: Yes, please.
0: Then work through (sighs) the magic when they were together and Uh then after the fall what happened. So Did they break up?
2: I'm just kidding. I didn't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, the most obviously important question the world is asking but what about their star signs? Well, (laughs) Gaethje Price, Gemini, Peter-Andre Pisces. Now, I did the the scientific research this is sadly a 15 percent love match yeah Gemini wow. have a, a lot of creative potential but aren't exactly so remember this is Katie but not exactly in search for their one and true love yeah. whereas Pisces only want to be with the love of their life unless they've had too many disappointments in which case the Gemini will not find the Pisces attractive <sighs>
1: Golly, okay, here we go. So they were, okay. they were doomed from the beginning. We, keep, we have a lot of those, I've noticed. <laughs> Seems to be a running theme. So um,
0: Katie Price grew up in Brighton. Her father left the family when she was four. Her mother remarried when she was 10. Uh, when she was 18, she started her glamour modelling career. Uh, she also, around the same time, had her first fiancé, Gladiator star Warren mm. Furman. They got engaged, but split up after almost two years together. Then she starts dating a little fella. I don't know if you've heard, Dane Bowers. Yep. Another level. The breakup hit her hard. She said, he was the only guy who completely taught me about having your heart broken. So it's around this time where they had the iconic moment, because I think it was around this time, Sam, is this right? Where she, Dane was also recording with Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham, that's oh, right. Oh,
2: certainly was. You're out, out of, of your, your mind. mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't think Victoria and Katie got on well. Oh, they were sworn enemies from the beginning, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who uh, Katie Price hated more, her or Jodie Marsh. It was tough, because those are her two biggest... Villains in her life well, Jodie Marsh and jo- Victoria Beckham
2: It was Jodie because glamour modelling rival yep. And then it was uh, Victoria Because I think Victoria was jealous Of Katie Price's stunning vocal
1: ability Who wouldn't be, obviously <laughs> who wouldn't? It was very Mariah her- Whitney, wasn't it? Her reign oh, It very much was <laughs>
0: <laughs> So that didn't work out She had a brief fling with Teddy Sheringham mm-hmm. It was just a night nice out Then she got together with Dwight York with him she got pregnant with her first son harvey while she was pregnant with dwight she also mm-hmm. had a brief with gareth gates
1: yeah i never believed that I'm just putting that out there <laughs> what? What? Are, no. you a, are you
0: are you a, tr- gates... a gareth gates truther <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: never, I never believed it
0: what, what do you think of this um do you do you believe in the gareth gates katie price of it all
2: if it were gareth gates now, yes, but Gareth Gates, when he was still on Pop Idol, it there is there is a stretch to the imagination.
1: Yeah. Quite I a it
2: wide was... stretch.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> G- Gareth did say in an interview that he did, he actually lost his virginity to oh, Katie Price. That's and what
1: it... made it even more unbelievable to me. Yeah. That's like,
2: that's like you've never been on a roller coaster and then you go on like Nemesis at Alton <laughs> yeah. Towers or whatever it is. Right in at the deep end. No offense to Katie Price.
1: <laughs> That's going to be, so- oh God, this is going to be a really. I know. I <laughs> <gonna be> so- <laughs> I'm sorry. It's that top
2: energy is I'm it? bringing. I'm so sorry. I mean, it
1: really is. And we're dealing with Katie. Oh, it's going to be, oh, there's yeah. going to be a lot of these kind of jokes here. After Gareth, she
0: got engaged to businessman Scott Sullivan. And that engagement lasted up until 2004. When she won on a little show called i'm a Celebrity." Mm-hmm. so meanwhile, what's Pete been up to so Pete obviously is Australian. He was brought up as a Jehovah's witness at the age of fourteen. He was runner up in a Michael Jackson dancing competition. that hasn't aged well, <laughs> <laughs> and he lost out to Wade Robson, who went on to like have we his don't own. Need to get into that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some oh, stuff of- happened. That's for a different <laughs> podcast, I think. <laughs> we can just, just say Lost in Wayne Robson and you can just, everyone is Wikipedia, look it up yourself, kids. <laughs> right? That's not for this podcast. We can just...
0: So he's 16 years old. He went on Australian talent show, New Faces. And off the back of that, he got a recording contract. So he's bringing out singles, bringing out singles. And then in 1996, it was the peak of his career when he reached number one with Mysterious Girl. So he's around twenty-three, he's at the height of his fame. He starts dating a scary spice for a bit. He starts dating Heavenly Denton from the Honeys. Oh. He's having a- a- Good time. It's all very like smash hit poll winners party vibe.
1: Yeah, that's how I imagine them so, during yeah. this period. Just,
2: yeah, him just so, and Patsy Palmer just just
1: backstage he's just there. Smash there all hits. The time. <laughs> Patsy Palmer, <laughs> <laughs> Martine McCutcheon that like, closes the night with it was her moment. It's all very that vibe. It's very, it's lots of Huns, isn't it? It's a lot oh, like the birth of Huns,
2: ca- the birth of Hundum, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so uh, he's having a moment, but then his career. You know, how do you follow up Mysterious Girl? That's going to be... That was his Sergeant Pepper Lonely's heart club. It was it's difficult insane-ia. for him. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on, I'm a celebrity, very much as like a retro, trying to get his career back on the tracks. Mm-hmm. And that's when our, our lovers walk onto the stage. So Sam, did you watch I'm a Celebrity? Or how aware were you of of Katie and Peter during this period.
2: I think I was somewhat aware, but this was back in the days when Katie Price was still going by Jordan. Jordan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When she named us. I assume it wasn't after the African nation. She just wanted... <laughs> it'd
1: it would be an interesting choice. I think she just choice. thought it was a cool name.
2: Just a cool fact, name. Was
1: was I'm a Celeb where she started rebranding herself as Katie Price? I kind of forget I, when she did it.
2: Well, okay... Because she did it twice, because she did it the first time and did, okay, she didn't win, I don't think she won, but then right. the next time she came back, and that was to sort of repair her career after mm-hmm. she was married to Alex Reed. and people put her in every trial possible, and then that. she just she left. I remember
1: that, every single, yeah, that's right. Every yeah, single one,
2: that. and I think in that one she was definitely Katie Price, but I think before that she was just Jordan.
1: I think you're um, right, I think because it was Jordan and Peter Andre, you're right, it was, you're right.
2: Yeah, so I was aware of her. P. Andre, I can't say I knew at the time, because I was so young. Oh,
1: no, too young you.
2: to remember. I, th- I, th- I knew Mysterious Girl. Oh, what a school disco bop. Mm. Every year, you jam out to a bit of Mysterious it slaps. Girl.
1: It slaps.
2: It does slap. It slaps before we knew what slapping was. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so I knew both of them. I was more a fan of the show, than either of them but obviously the whole storyline of that series was the two of them and then them getting together and then peter like writing insania in the camp which
1: the british public of that they so
0: <laughs> break it down for our listeners who weren't insania the first time right what was insania
2: like, that Mysterious Girl was his only song. I think he had another song afterwards that didn't do as well. And I can't... All I can remember is that if you watch the video, one of his dancers, like, bends their legs over their own head so that they their head is in their own bum... Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is a Peter Andre music video, otherwise I've I've got I've done my research poorly. But he wrote the whole song before he went in and then just like dropped little moments, just like, God, you know, being in here it's it's insania, isn't it? It's like a step above insane or mate. It's like insania. I did not
1: Yeah, I didn't know
2: about this. And he like, I think he, I think he got like people to like take pots and pans from around the camp and be like, oh yeah, you drop, you drop me out a beat and I'll sing a melody over the top of this. Oh yeah, And and then he'd pretend he was making the lyrics yeah yeah oh the think epic is my recording studio
1: i think he thought the lyrics were like this is the 90s answer to imagine like he i think he really thought these this song was yep. gonna change the world man like, <laughs> he was so proud of himself i knew that in all his interviews at the time he's like yeah the songs is about like modern life and how crazy it is man like yeah he, he really thought he 1984 did you know
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but But people believed him. People believed that he wrote the song in the camp. But But
0: Peter Andre, so when he goes into the camp, he's all like, lovable, dumb
1: beefcake.
0: That was like his whole persona. And Jordan, Katie Price. That's
1: what she goes for. Yeah, yeah. But she
0: was very much like... You know, like the page three glamour girl who's maybe yeah. a bit more worldly, even though she's younger than he is. So mm-hmm. do you think the fact that he's got this whole single that he's going to slowly, you know, pretend to write in real time, does this show sort of more cunning on his side than really like just D- are a are more you... calculating?
2: Are you suggesting that he knew what he was getting into and perhaps a showman's <laughs> maybe translates into some... Juicy, juicy record sales.
0: What well, if we can't trust Insania? What can we trust?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he took one look at her in those Bo derrick phrase <coughs> and just thought, "That's the one for me." He couldn't I, resist her.
2: I've, you've just reminded me that is definitely what her hair was.
1: Is yeah. that an issue now? But I, I remember at the time thinking that was just actually really clever. Because it just takes the hair issues out of the equation. And in that right. kind of reality show, I was like, that's actually a really... It was the first and last time I thought, God, she's really smart. That's the only thing. <laughs> was like, that was a really, really good idea. Like, it was a great, great idea in her part. Very or her hairdresser's part, whoever thought of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So when you were watching this, were you... Because I watched a few clips before the podcast. And... Uh-huh. It's fascinating. There seems... It's almost like their are interactions together. So she's engaged. She goes into she that. She's engaged. Oh, she God. i forgotten that. Yeah, she's yeah. engaged. And she knows what reality... You know, how the tabloids and the press will turn on, you know, women on reality shows if it seems like they're cheating on, you know, boyfriends back at home. Mm-hmm. And apparently her fiancé flew all the way to Australia to like... Have a little chat with her uh, Off the back of her flirtation with Peter So she's under a lot of pressure But like the way her and Peter interact It is genuinely like some David Attenborough documentary (laughs) Because they're like punching at each other And just being like "Ah, ah, ah," And then like pretending to like wrestle for a bit It's very Really? Yeah
2: Just a bit of innocent wrestling in the bush You know (laughs) I remember in the news The fiancé going over to Australia (sighs) And that being like a, oh, so does this, like, what what is he going to say? Because I, fi- I feel at the time people did want this romance to work.
1: Yeah, I mean, so in it was a way, very popular, yeah.
2: Yeah, so in a way, I think people were hoping the, the fiancé hadn't gone over there to, like, try and patch things up. They'd gone over there to be like, ah, you're fine you yeah. kids have fun i'll take me and my money or whatever i have that attracted you to me off back to england i <laughs> know which i first of all you could have probably saved yourself a flight and just sent her a text yeah. like what she's out of the truck, just save yourself the trouble
1: mm. it's
0: really i have to say watching it it seemed it was just so sweet and romantic and it almost like knowing what was to come it like i genuinely was like Oh, they just were so cute. It was so like teenage disco. They everybody was saying, you two obviously really like each other, and they're like, No, we don't, no we don't. Uh, and then like play fighting with each yeah. other. It really reminded me of the Big Brother series where Paul and Helen. Do you I was yes. just gonna say
1: that. The way you were yeah. describing it sounds a lot like Paul and Helen. Yeah. Yeah. Except they, that in this case she was engaged. Yeah.
2: Right. And, and that was just a beautiful young love between a man and a lady who Two just kind of really liked...
1: lovely people.
2: She just really liked Blinking, Helen. <laughs> yeah. But I love Blinking, I do. I
1: know. Um, <laughs> and he lived his life like an international pop star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so actually, there's yeah. lots, of, it's a real lots of commonalities here. Did they wow. come out the jungle just immediately like, yo, what's up? We're a couple now. So,
0: okay, well, we haven't mm. left the jungle yet. So what I've done is I've got a little bit of the dialogue between... Katie and Peter okay. and I thought since we've got two performers here maybe you two could act it out hang on a sec I'd
1: love um, to oh this is fun
0: okay alright yeah. so this is at the height of the sexual tension oh yeah oh okay sorry okay and yeah, you have to count me into act Grainne okay I'll, I'll pretend to be like ooh why I, I'm i deck. T- what's going on here <laughs> Down what in happens? the
1: <laughs> Are you done, being out and Deck? Was that it? Ooh. <laughs> okay. I think you've got me wrong. You've got to remember, I've got kids. I'm not going to mess Harvey about. I'm not going to bring any Tom Dick home ever. If I like someone, it's full on. I'm an all or nothing girl.
2: What do you want? Oh, sorry, I did Katie there instead of pizza. (laughs) What do
1: you want? (laughs) You.
2: There has to be one night while we're here where we can just cuddle, sleep and cuddle. What's wrong with that? There's no harm in that. I've just told you one night.
1: How nice would that be snuggling up at night? People must know by now. They're not stupid. How do I know it's not a game with you?
2: I'm not going to deny I like you. Why should I deny that? You've told me you feel the same, so I reckon that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just worried if we stay longer, we're just getting closer and closer to it. We came within a millimetre of (laughs) it.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) That was incredible. This is is Shakespearean. Honestly, (laughs) this is amazing. God. Oh, Peter. I mean, you can see the a lyric writer. You know, that was gold.
2: That <laughs> was insanity. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that really was. God,
0: these two. Oh. So they leave the camp. She breaks up with her fiancé. They're n- the nation's sweethearts. And then they make a fatal mistake so, of deciding, let's get a
1: camera crew in 24-7. That'll be great. <laughs> a
0: year later, Katie gives birth to their first child together, her second son, Junior. They're mm-hmm. married in September of that year. So they're oh, yes. together in 2004. They're married and have a baby a
1: year later. And don't don't skip past the wedding, Grania, because oh. I think you'll find there was a horse drawn oh. carriage there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite part of the wedding?
2: I remember the ponies, because there were not just a horse, but I think the whole wedding had kind of a horsey vibe to yeah. it. Yeah,
1: she's very, yeah. That's her vibe. She's
2: super into horses And uh, I think I could be making this up I think that year on Strictly Strictly Come Dancing They based some of the costumes The celebrities wore on one of the ponies
1: <laughs> Iconic <I'm> not, <laughs> I don't think I'm making that up I don't up. want to fact check I just want to believe that's real
2: <laughs> Sometimes the truth just has to be entertaining Not yeah. true <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was in all the magazines
1: Was it okay? I think it was okay
2: yeah, an OK or Hello or Closer. It would have been OK because or... Hello
1: hello does more Royals. OK is like Express. That would be more like, that's more Katie's vibe. It would be OK magazine. I've never vibe. thought
2: of that distinction between the tabloids before. That's so true.
1: Yeah.
0: David and Victoria, hello. Katie and Pete, OK. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then what I thought was iconic is they even recorded their own single. Yes. To go along Wait. with the wedding.
2: Are you are you talking about when they performed A Whole New World? Uh, a
1: Whole yeah. New World? That <laughs> was for okay, Eurovision, then, yes. wasn't it? Wait, wait, no. that wasn't Eurovision,
2: of course. Eurovision was separate.
1: What? A yes. Whole New World was for the wedding? I thought that was just them doing that.
2: Eurovision, I mean... Uh, that's. A, I do hope we come on to it. But The Whole New World... Was a moment in of itself. It really was. I I am only learning now that that was like a promotional single for the wedding. I thought it was for children <laughs> I in need. To
1: promote their wedding. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. now this is when things get start getting a bit complicated, and this is right. it's when Peter sort of turns his personal life kind of into his career mm-hmm. so before there was this whole like oh it's just like a personal track that they recorded together but then oh well maybe we will release it which I mm-hmm. think is the beginning of the rush I think that was the turning point
1: of when it's he sort of he- trying to capitalise off their love instead of just enjoying their innocent love
2: perhaps
1: Not-
0: and so imagine, Sam, it's them at their pump. They've just released their cover of A Whole New World. They're in yeah. matching little outfits on the red carpet. Imagine, if you will, a time machine. We're back in the mid-naughties. You're hanging out. You've got your flip phone. A call comes. It's Katie and Peter. They want to arrange a night out. How do you imagine that going?
2: With me at... I must have been, like, 13 years old? (laughs) Inappropriate. I would have some questions. I'd probably say yes. I'll do it. But um, if... I'll assume that I'm of of legal age.
0: Yeah. Um, Maybe a double date night with you and your husband.
2: Okay. If I am not escorted to the front of the house via the horse-drawn carriage... I'll be disappointed. You can't just like spend that much money on that for just a wedding. You you have to like make full use out of it for mm-hmm. sure. And I know she's got horse, She's got horses coming out of her ass. So I would expect that. And then we'd we'd bring, we'd be nice. We'd bring like a bottle of you know rose prosecco, a fizz of some kind, bubbles, uh, a little a little bit of bubble, maybe you know a bacon rasher, a bag, a fun a family a family size share bag, and then. Who would I expect to see when I go in? Because I feel like if they invited us over, they would invite other people to keep some distance between the two of them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like perhaps you've got you've got Katona over by the fireplace. She's enjoying a prawn ring and some food, and then you've got I don't know because you said. Oh, that is a shout. Yes, <laughs> Michelle Heaton, both of the men from Liberty X, whatever their names are. Yeah, uh, Kim Marsh,
1: she can come down. Ki-
2: Kim Marsh is there. Who, what's it? What's his name, what's the name of the judges from Pop Idol who weren't Simon? Do you know who I mean? Like, oh. Nikki, Nikki Chapman, Nikki Graham? No, Nicky Graham was from Big Brother. But hell, yeah, she Nikki might Chapman. be there as well. Nikki Chapman, DJ Foxy, they would all be there. We'd plonk ourselves down on, let's say, a chaise lounge. Everyone else is on a sectional of some kind. We'd play some kind of very innocently spirited get, like charades or something. And the first charade will somehow cause a fight between Katie and Peter. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they would be at odds all night. One of them would go up to a bedroom. The other one would try and like rally the rest of us to be against the other person. Oh
1: no! I
2: would love every second of it. Oh,
1: the whole thing would be filmed,
2: of course, as well. Of
1: course, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The whole thing would be filmed, so I just You'd be have mugging talking the camera heads to the, the camera. camera whole
1: time. You know, you would Natalie Cassidy giving your view of what's going on <laughs> and stuff, <laughs> giving <it> a rundown. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I sit down next to Natalie. <laughs>
1: Natalie, how are you?
2: Yeah, I'm just doing this now. <laughs> um, then you get the
1: trumpet out so I was playing that while they're.
2: <laughs> don't tell anyone, but on his I'm going to play a lesbian. <laughs> what <am I> like?
1: <laughs> That's a <laughs> good oh. impression of Natalie Cassidy.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> so, here is a list of. So, yeah, so the whole new world Record 2006. So, when did they. What was the Eurovision? I've completely oh. missed that.
2: She's so effing pregnant. Yeah, she's, like,
1: about to burst. It's mental.
2: She's just so plump. And, like... (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, what does she wear for her performance? She wears a bright pink like, neon pink cat suit, mm. she doesn't actually go to Yurvin, she comes second in the UK's contest to pick. That's right. She loses, of course, to Javine, the last person to not get into Girls Aloud, <laughs> with the 22nd place song, Touch My Fire, it was mm-hmm. the song of the summer, according <laughs> to me and nobody else, um, and they had, like, a rivalry, her and Javine, because Katie was like, I'm famous, and people are gonna love this. It's camp. I should be going to Eurovision. And she thought she was gonna have an unobstructed journey to Eurovision. It would be like part of her like musician arc. And then there's Javine who can actually sing a bit, and also her titty fell out, which didn't hurt. Um, and then so they have like a rivalry over the radio and stuff. I remember and it's this. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said and they'd like interview Javine on the radio and she's like, oh, backstage at Eurovision. She wasn't off calling me names. <laughs> the c mm. word mm.
0: was that Didn't a duet with peter or just her and her own
2: no she's breaking out on her own yeah she's having a solo moment
0: so if we're thinking this from a relationship point of view so peter yeah. he comes in that's his whole identity he's a singer and now she's mm-hmm. much more famous than he is you know in the uk yep. she's younger she's kind of more like she's kind of of that moment And now she's a singer too. Do you think that was starting to cause cracks?
2: Firstly, I think calling her a singer...
1: (laughs) This might be the first time anyone's ever said that. (laughs) Even Jordan herself has never said that. Um, (laughs) um,
2: Potentially, yes. But it could also be... Peter simply didn't want to do Eurovision. Mm-hmm. I, Katie makes more sense for Eurovision because her, on her own, can be very camp and stuff. Whereas Peter still thinks he's a serious musician. I was just going to say, I think
1: Peter takes himself he, way too seriously to go down to the levels of Eurovision. Yeah,
2: he's he's a singer songwriter. That's right. I mean, whereas <laughs> Katie Rania, Price I is, is mind
1: you about again, a singer. <laughs> well this is what they've been doing it's
0: incredible so this is the list of all the reality shows that they filmed in their short but sweet time together yeah katie and peter katie and peter the baby diaries when jordan met peter katie and peter stateside katie and peter the next chapter katie and peter unleashed katie and peter the next
1: chapter down under like they're only together for four years. And I think you'll find that Katie and Peter stateside was when the cracks really started showing. <gasps> oh I you remember yeah. that was the series when they really were like, This is just them fighting on camera. There's like there's like there's no love here anymore. They went to America and it just fell apart. Yep.
2: America will do that to you. America will you, do
1: that, guys. You
2: break America or America breaks you. That's
1: what we do. <laughs> Deal with it, sucker. That's what America said when they left.
0: <laughs> so then it was the very dramatic split where suddenly overnight they split. They've always been very vague about why they actually uh, split up. Hang on a second. Let me. So they announced they're separating in May 2009, September 2009. Mm. They're officially divorced. Uh, Peter says of it, Katie knows one hundred percent the reason why I left her, and I am one hundred percent sure that what happened definitely okay. did happen. But
2: mm. That's that's
0: all he'll say. Mm. Okay. This is this is my theory. I think, you know, she was sort of like working from a young age. I th- I think she had a tough early start in life, and I think maybe she didn't have. I don't know she just sort of struck me as a sort of girl who's a teenager who's very like sexualized maybe she didn't have the best experience with guys and then you had this brief like summer camp summer love where she got to be like a teenager and it seemed so sweet and wholesome and Peter seemed so sweet and I think she seemed so insecure and so uncomfortable in her skin and he seemed like he wouldn't hurt her I think that's why they worked and then she just sabotaged it. That's what I think happened.
2: Hmm. I think she killed someone. <laughs> 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 I think she did a murder. <laughs> He's covered it up for her. <laughs>
1: um,
2: I um that I actually agree with you. I think that um she was sexualized from a very young age and she did, this was the thing she did on her own, she did that reality show where she tried to find, like, the next Katie Price. Mm-hmm,
1: I remember that, If yep. you
2: remember, yeah. Which is how we got Rylan Clark O'Neill. F- fun fact. Because he was on that. Um, but, um, yeah, I think she was sexualized from a young age, and so with that when you see her on, like, I'm a Celeb or when you see her out in the tabloid she always came off, like, very confident and like oh, here are my breasts and like ugh. and she always used she used to be like to journalists she used to be like very mouthy and stuff and then when she got with peter yeah we all thought oh this is a wonderful relationship and then it ended and then i think when she goes on later in life to alex reed yeah, <laughs> yeah who i don't think was someone who was good for her and then you see her still do, like, reality TV show appearances. She is a bit more defensive and a bit more reserved. She's still, like, very outgoing, but, like, it comes from, like, a different place. I remember when she was on Celebrity Big Brother and she was, like, a lot more... She seemed, like, a lot more meek.
1: She kind well, of that... does the same thing, though. She tends to always... All her boyfriends kind of follow this. Even to Dane Bowers. Aside from mm. maybe Dwight York, who hasn't got the best reputation... Um, most of her boyfriends are very similar. That They're all these kind of nice, sweet, kind of like, sort of dopey-ish guys mm. who were just kind of like nice and just like, oh yeah, and just nice. And then she's kind of like the, and they're always like, and all the boyfriends say that when she's Katie, she's lovely, but when Jordan comes out, then she's like a different person, and that's why yeah. I can't handle that so much. And I feel like Peter was maybe the first one who could handle her as both, maybe because he'd been around that more, because he was a bigger celebrity and he kind of equaled her so he wasn't as starstruck by her maybe and yeah. then obviously i think one time when she was being jordan she banged someone else right that's what he's insinuating let's just say it that's, that's what he's saying that she cheated, <laughs> allegedly what? i mean that's 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 what we're, that's what he's insinuating no by she that, killed clearly.
2: someone <laughs> check under the patio
1: <laughs> but she does this again and again and that, that's what's so interesting she hasn't really I know you haven't gotten to them like the times afterwards, but she just repeats this process. Again, she gets these nice, sweet guys. They fall in love with her. They want to marry her immediately. She keeps getting pregnant from them like in, in the second of meeting oh, them. God, she gets engaged. Yeah. And then it all falls apart. And then she blames them and says they cheated. They're the asshole and moves on to the next one. And it just happens again. And they're all this, it's like they're all these interchangeable boys are all the same. And Peter's just kind of yeah. one of them. He just happens to have lasted the longest and maybe was the best one she had. But I don't know if he's that different to the Kieran Haler or... Charles Drury or any of the other guys she's with. You know what I mean? I think they're kind of mm. just similar Do She just keeps doing this. Well, so yeah. let's have a look at what happened next. So
0: they divorce in 2009. Mm-hmm. That same year, she starts dating Alex Reed. They get married the next year in Las Vegas. But then sadly, the next year, they separate. And a year after that, they are divorced in March 2012. Then she meets an Argentinian model that year they get engaged they meet at an elton john's oscar party which makes me feel i think good for you katie that's like i'm glad that you're going to swanky do's like that but sadly (laughs) (laughs)
2: swanky do's
0: swanky do (laughs) they got engaged but then they split and now this is one of my favorite post pete relationships she meets kieran hailer in 2012 so she's bear in mind she's never single for long they get married a year later then they they're splitting but then they get back together they're renewing their vows and this is my I think my favourite moment I think of all time definitely of this century at the start of renewing their vows, she plays a video of her revealing that he has cheated on her with her best friend. With her best friend. And it's a whole like, character breakdown. She pre-recorded a wedding speech to play for the guests in which she goes into detail about how he has cheated on her, but they still go on with their vows. And yet, despite that, they get divorced.
1: So then they went uh, on with the vows just <laughs> carried on.
0: It's just... Yeah, the drama of it to be like, so she's, you know, wherever, like at the altar or wherever it is, they're, renew- they're renewing their vows. And then it's before we start the ceremony, here's a message from me. And it's
1: her saying, Yeah, he cheesed on me with my best friend. And she went in on the best friend for a. I mean, that was her biggest storyline. Practically, it was how much she hated her best friend and all the photos she put. She, oh my god, about her best friend, so this... older. And... Yep, she was. She really went like personal insults, like you old fat hag. How it was mental. How much she went to the best friend. Like she almost blamed the friend way more than she cared about Kieran.
2: Mm. Yeah, was this? So,
1: so was this for the TV show? No, this wasn't even filmed. This
0: was just her life. <laughs> this was just her life, man. My
2: God. Yeah. <laughs> she... I thought this was like Katie Price's, what is it, Katie Price Up the Aisle or whatever her reality show was called.
0: Are you, Sam, as a married man, do you regret not using your wedding as a chance to have a a video message at the start just revealing all the terrible things that your future husband has done to you and how yet still you're bravely going ahead with the ceremony. Well...
2: Well, as we're speaking, he just popped his head through the door. So I'll say, if I were to make a video like that, I'd have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I, no, that would be so, it would be so cringe and awkward to do something like that. That's why I thought it was, she must have done it for a TV show or something, or at least for like a tabloid headline of some kind, because she knows how to like create drama and a storyline like that which is the only reason that i think you you would you would do that i
1: know to have it at that moment it was insane i mean it did create that was her tabloid headline Mm. for the next year year and a half like my best friend and him Uh and he married kieran didn't kieran marry someone else who did she get with after Kieran? Well, so she
0: got out, She broke up with Kieran, then she met personal trainer Chris oh, pres-
1: Boyson. Chris Boyson was one of my favorite. I loved the era of Katie and Chris Boy. I saw them at Thorpe Park, Halloween, Fright Night, <laughs> opening press night, I didn't worry about it. Just saying. And <laughs> they were incredible. And yeah, I loved when she, that was when she really started just deciding, like, I'm just going to date anyone. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, whatever. If they're kind yeah. of a big, like, hunky, dumb dude, I'll get involved and date them.
0: So sad they got engaged, but sadly they split up. And then and she got with Carl Woods, right? Is now with her new fiance, yeah. Carl Woods. Mm. And they've been
1: up and down, they've split up, got back together again. So by the time this podcast comes out, who knows? I mean <laughs> that where that will be.
2: <laughs> I don't want to say I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> So things were slightly less chaotic for Pete after the split. So he d- he was dating around a little bit. He was linked to Rebecca Vardy. Casey Bachelor, Ellen Rivas, and he said oh, of, yes. he, he went. He enjoyed a four-month romance with Ellen Rivas, and he said of her, she is so classy and beautiful, just the change I needed after everything that happened mm-hmm. in the last two years.
1: Mm, yes. Real
0: big shade is that, that... We get it.
1: <laughs> yes. But then <laughs> yeah. in
0: 2012, he began a relationship with medical student Emily McDonough. Uh, they got married, and they now have... Two children together. Mm -hmm.
2: How nice. He just went, I think he just needed to calm down. He just wanted, he needed to get out of the celebrity world, I think.
0: So Sam, all these years later, what do you think Mm -hmm. is it about Katie and Pete that, you know, is iconic that when, you know, we uh, texted you about this podcast, why do you think they were the one that popped into your head that you haven't gotten over
2: i think just because of the brand there was such a brand around them and if it had just been either of them separately if the romance would just been a thing and they both pursued their own things you never really saw them together in like real life then that would have been eh, whatever but it's that they fused into one into one like sparkly tiara horse pulled Blob that just became like its own thing, and like any time they were on like a chat show or something, you would tune in just even if it was a chat show you didn't watch just to see what they would say. Do you remember, like when they were on Graham Norton and they just completely had like a full on argument, even though like I don't know, James dench just sat at the end of the red sofa going like, "Who the fuck are these two? I'm a dame." <laughs> And they're just, like, fully having on a bust-up, and then, yeah, I think it's just, it's the imagery. They had a very visual, memorable relationship.
1: And can I I, piggyback on that? I also Mm. think a big reason why is because their relationship was happening at the exact same time that the celeb magazine industry just exploded. Trade. That's when you had closer and heat and like five thousand new magazine and now magazine. Just like so many. We had so yeah. many of those options. There's about 10 different celeb weeklies and they were on the cover of those all the time. So that happened, they were they were the British like Posh and becks by this point were kind of gotten too big and were just kind of stable. That's After the Rebecca Lose thing, that was it for them scandal wise. And so it was just we had Peter and Katie right when British celebrity culture was just through the roof. So it's yeah. kind of this perfect combination. Do you know what I mean? They were just on the cover of like mm. eight magazines every weekend on ITV every night on three different reality they, shows. It was just, they were everywhere. They were so open with their lives, which is what led to their demise. <laughs> they, were maybe,
2: a... they were maybe too open.
1: That's right. They flew too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was a throuple, and we were all the third person. Oh, that's oh, so yes. deep. That's so deep.
2: Yeah, yeah. So and what we Teddy like Sharingen. to do
0: is... <laughs> When you think about, you know, post-breakup and the different journeys they've both been on, of the split, who do you think thrived and who do you think just survived?
2: (sighs) Mm. This is an interesting one, actually. Yeah, this is tough because it depends, like... Thrive to me suggests like who left the relationship and was able to still continue their career, and so I think Katie, I think Katie now ha- is is thriving. I think she's gotten over like a lot of the problematic.
1: I mean, Katie is. Katie is in rehab she, right now, just saying. <laughs> yes.
2: Which is where we get over
1: things. Yes. And yeah. learn, learn to thrive. <laughs> She's focusing on herself. She's had a rough um, few months of late, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, oh, okay. That has actually put a <laughs> spin on my, what I was going to say. Um, I, still, I still think the Katie Price train... Will chug along, Mm -hmm. whereas I feel like Peter is like pulled into the station. He's gotten off the coach. He's found his luggage. He's got. He's got a taxi into city centre. He's like, he's out.
1: He's out. Would you argue, Sam? That would you say that Katie's career-wise is thriving, but when it comes to a personal life, Peter's thriving yes i think
2: that's fair also i did not know that was an option
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just made up that option to be honest i was wondering because <laughs> i feel like personally I... he seems happy but
2: he's done what's best for him even if that means like a slightly less i guess like glamorous celebrity life which is probably what's best whereas yeah career wise the kp is thriving
1: katie is katie's the winner of she course yeah she yeah, won. yeah she won
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd like to finish our podcast asking all our guests um, mm-hmm. a very important, profound question.
1: Yeah, can you help us with this one, Sam? Basically, um, as a podcast that's obsessed with romance and finding love among celebrities, there was one celebrity female who was unbelievably single at the moment, and we cannot work out why. Okay. What we do know is she needs a very strong, amazing man. We're asking for suggestions from our guests. So... No. Who do you think can live up to the level of dating and being in love with Cher? <gasps> <laughs> but that's,
2: she is her own man.
1: Yeah, but she's we still, famous. I still think she needs, I, I think everyone needs to be loved. Or <laughs> it doesn't have to be okay. a man, a person. It doesn't have to be a man. It can it be a person?
2: It could be a person. Okay. Right. I I feel like out of respect for Cher, I have to choose someone who fits her criteria, mm-hmm. which I believe are n- no matter how old she gets. Not that she is old; she's timeless. She's timeless. Um, they her partners have to be under thirty five. They can't be older than thirty five. Let's think who's who's a young but also she okay? She's got all of the money. She doesn't need money from a man, so she needs someone. Who is purely just there to satisfy her womanly share needs. Mm -hmm. So she just needs something nice to look at. And who doesn't, like, do a lot of this, a lot of talking. So, I guess it would have to be someone like... Joey Essex? No. Um... <laughs>
1: oh, I think that is my favourite one so far. Joey Essex. I did not see that coming.
2: I just think, do you know, do you know what? I'm going to stand by it because he would walk in. would <laughs> walk in to Cher's like estate in Malibu, and then Cher would be like, "Oh, who are you?" And then Joey would be like. I'm not really sure. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> and, and she would see that he's got a wristwatch on his ankle in case he ever needs to know the time when he's tying his she shoes. I'm not making
1: this up. It's a true story. <laughs> true story.
2: And I think she would just be like, well, mummy's gonna have a field day with you. Get upstairs and don't tell anyone about what's about to happen to you. <laughs> I, I see it. I see it happening. How they meet, how they, maybe at Elton John's party. Elton John's venetable fair Oscar party, Clearly, yeah. it's, it, it's clearly where the legends coalesce. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm calling it Cher and Joey Essex.
1: Jer- Essex. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys.
0: <laughs> they could go get Botox together. It'd be amazing. Yeah. They
2: really could. They they actually have like a lot in common. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a big sentence to say? They have a lot both,
2: in common. They're both human.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> and
2: so much more.
0: <laughs> oh, Sam! Before you go, and um, mm. where can we find you? What's work? Where, where can we find you on the internet or anywhere?
2: On... Oh well my current home address is um,
1: <laughs> Oscar, <laughs> I... <laughs> Oscar Party Elton John. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um if if anyone listening would like to follow me on Instagram, Twitter or TikTok, which I guess I do now, uh my Instagram handle is Mr Sam Lake, but Mr. is spelled M R, not M I S T E
1: We'll put a link you know we'll, we'll, we'll if you can
2: put a link the script. <laughs> people people read it and go mrs amlicky and i go no mr sam link and i'm too stubborn to change it now
1: great Bye. stuff well thank you so much for coming on the show thank sam you're you so such much. a wonderful thank guest thank you for having and me what an amazing a, celebrity couple that was a wonderful little walk down 2000 celebrity lane
2: It was restorative in a way it really um, was i had a lovely time thank you so much for having me thank well, you both
1: thank you thank you, you. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We
0: want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So
1: email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to
0: Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time,
1: goodbye. Goodbye. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.